most of the time they're happy sitting, drinking tea, reminiscing about the capture of the real Enigma device and their precious Beatles. In 1999, a slightly disturbing young man declared that we are soldiers of hell. We are neither soldiers, nor from hell. But like obedient little sleeper agents we have gradually recruited people from popular culture to create a military force to be reckoned with. Each episode we'll be nominating someone new to join our ranks. Welcome back to... I'm walking home a slightly more scenic route today because I just felt like trying an experiment. It's a beautiful evening. Can you hear those birds? Have a listen. Sound good, right? And the piece is shattered by a bunch of kids with their mobile phones playing tunes for everyone to hear. Sometimes multiple tunes, one per phone, one per kid. Weird, isn't it? Why would you want to do that when you can listen to this? The Soldiers of Hell Mini Disc Archive. I was thinking about using the show as sort of a, an ad hoc therapy session. Do you really. want to, you want to put it in context? Well, then? I was going to spell out. Last, as you know, the Saturday before last was Euro <laughs> so called vision, right? And UK got nil poids. I, I've got a nil vision. Poids. I've got a vision. It's a Eurovision yeah. where we don't get nil point. If they'd have had a Euro Babe contest, yep. I think you'd have come cream of the crop. Definitely. I have to tell you about a dream now that oh, I had. Okay. And the dream was they redid the evening. No one performed and there were only four countries allowed to take the vote, right? Yeah. And those countries, bizarrely, were Great Britain, Turkey, Australia and New Zealand. Now that's highly inaccurate. <laughs> it's highly inaccurate. That's almost 50% inaccurate. And, <laughs> and Australia <laughs> and New Zealand gave Great Britain 75 points each. You see, there's the loyalty. And Turkey won. What do you make of uh, Terry's explanation of the whole thing? Ha! Ah. War backlash. That was it, <laughs> roughly. In a, in a roundabout sort of way. Terry Wogan, European backlash. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was his exact words. <laughs> do you but, agree uh, with him? I think there's a, a number of reasons why we don't do as well as we used to in your religion anymore. One, I think, is the war had a marginal effect. Two, I think we're just not particularly popular in Europe at the moment. C, Greece gave Cyprus 12 points and vice versa. Yep. It's okay, that's just one set of 12 that goes astray. But now it's Estonia gives Latvia the 12 and Lithuania the 10, and then Slovenia gives Slovakia the 12. And the, so now there's loads and loads of points going astray due to loyalties, not due to song quality. You've researched this. I've looked, and it's, strangely, the, it's just after the breakdown of the Soviet Union and, the re, and all these countries being allowed in Eurovision that the more traditional countries started to do less well. Let's look at it. The past winners, Sweden, fine. Denmark, yeah, not bad. Olsen Brothers. Then Estonia, Latvia and Turkey all in a row. Fishy, I think so. Fishy Especially indeed. Turkey. There's only one way around this, Andy, of course, yeah. and we set you this challenge last week. We're, write your own Eurovision song. I've done it. It's a song about Europe coming together. Let's all be one people. Pro-Europe, isn't it? And it's, it's very anti-Melody, actually. Really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never met your anti-Melody. How is she? She's not bad, actually. She's, um, you know, got a thyroid gland ups, but, yeah, she's still anti-Europe. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right then, uh, do we right. dare get you to perform this right now then? Okay, I think we should. And it's called What's the Deal with Europe? Shall I go for it? Yeah. Do you need okay. a drum beat or anything? Or You can do a um, Pete Waterman style 80s drum beat intro if you want. Ever wondered why Europe is so full of hate? I hate to have to hate the hate that Europe is full of. Forget about the French and the way they don't speak English. Forget about the Swiss and the Czechs. Cause don't we all enjoy a good Swedish porno and how their girls will take off their kecks? Basques are blowing up Catalans and Belgium's just sort of there. What's the deal with Europe? Why is it so full of hate? Why do we all hate your old Disney? Hey, what's the deal with Europe? Why can't we all love each other and just stop saying, which way to the post office? Let's not blame the Germans forever. It's not the current generation's fault. Forget about Italians and how they nick our girlfriends. Forget about the way Arnie flexed. Forget about Free Bitter and Krieger and Mischke, cause Norway gave us more than Harkett. Let's all try to put aside the strained history between the Turks and the Greeks. I'm shocked by the <laughs> sheer brilliance, the genius of that song. I can imagine it performed by Michael Ball with Taurus, all really fit women in short skirts. That, that was the thing I was thinking of, actually, Taurus. It'll <laughs> be 12 points all round, I think. There must be something that you've always wanted and me to do, and he'll fix it for you. It's not like that kid show in the 80s with a similar name and sinister host. It's more like you bet with Darren Day, but he's Andy Melody. And he'll fix it, and he'll fix it. So then, gang, what do you think? Should I do more of these recordings with the birds? Better than being in a studio, right? That one thinks so, at least. People said to me, working radio, because you get to hang out with loads of birds. Never had this in mind. Why don't you phone in to let me know whether you prefer me outside or in a studio, and why. Well, I am going to be going round to my old band's house, the Lomos. We're having a bit of a gaming get-together, and uh, it's retro games. Lomo One's going to get out his Mega Drive. That's a genesis for all you Americans. And we're going to see how rubbish we are at Sonic the Hedgehog and other classic games. In the meantime, we'll probably have a banter and play in a few tunes that we like. And we're quite an eclectic bunch, so... That'll be interesting to see what's on everyone's playlist right now. Here's a song that we wrote together. There's nothing better than a cup of tea with friends. There's nothing better than an adventure that never ends. I put the milk in first, you put the milk in last. That's the right way. It's the classic tea-making problem from the future and the past. I like tea, you like tea, sing with 
see that I like tea, you like tea, so bring your cup along with me. Adventures in a teacup. Hello. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you, Peter Marshall. Oh, that is my name. Your name is Spencer Wheels, also known as Lomo 2. Collectively, cumulatively, we are a comedy pub duo known as Peter Marshall and the Lomos. Or PMATL for short. Yeah. And we wrote the theme tune, didn't we? We did. Now, some people might call it the best song they've ever heard. I would say it's the best thing we've done. Yeah. But, but that's not hard. That isn't hard. I mean, we don't want to put labels on it, but if it is the best thing you've ever heard... You should probably listen to more music, to be honest. But the good thing is, we like adventures, don't we? We do, although I'm slightly risk-averse. You are, that is true. But in, what about in a teacup? Damage from China breakage, possibly? Yeah. A bit fearful of that. Even better, though, we absolutely love tea. Yes, I do. Made in a particular way, though. Yeah, hence uh, some of the lyrics in the song. I put the milk in first, you put it in what? Last? You yeah. crazy cat. And then I can judge the right amount of milk. It doesn't work. I'm talking about tea in a cup, not in a pot. The tea, milk goes in first in a pot. Milk not... in a pot? Are you weird? <laughs> I'm, not an, I'm not an idiot. But there is a cultural, historical reason, isn't there? So no, nobody has ever put milk in their teapot. Well, maybe they should. Neither have I, but to be honest, I'm going to go try it out right now. Go on, off you go. People should tweet in uh, and let us know how they have their milk in a pot and I how it's gone. I don't actually know the uh, Twitter account of this radio show. Uh, well, I think uh, we've done pretty well there with our little chat. Uh, Milk first! Last! It was refreshing to see a central yorker with this attitude. Most of the time they're happy, sitting, drinking tea, reminiscing about the capture of the real Enigma device and their precious beetles. These boys could transfer it to a bigger stage. Texas had it, Republica had it, and Pomadal had it. So I'm back in the studio, the birds can't have me all night, that's a fact. But what about all this stuff that you've been listening to? Who was that guy? You recognise him? It was Andy. Yes, Andy playing Simon Bull. A character from the film Transatlantic Smash. A film by Foscate Studios, no less. A film that ties this episode all together. So the bit at the start where Andy was talking about Eurovision, that's a really old clip. And that is the catalyst for not only the book What's the Deal with Europe that we wrote together, but also the song What's the Deal with Europe that was covered by Peter Marshall and the Lomos. Peter Marshall and the Lomos being the band in the film Transatlantic Smash and Simon Bull being a character played by Andy in said film. So that's where we get to ranking tonight's episode. Simon Bull and Simon Coward. It's time for a rank. What shall we call this feature? The soldiers of hell rank off? Come rank with me? Strictly come ranking? Maybe just a load of rank. So in the film Transatlantic Smash, my band, PMATL, try and conquer a contest hosted by a talent media mogul called Simon Bull, who also has a brother called Simon Coward, who happens to be Guy Fawkes' puppet manipulated by Simon Bull. Yep, it makes no sense, I get that, but you need to watch it to understand it. So I encourage you to go to foscatestudios.co.uk and watch our film called Transatlantic Smash. 
and you can see Andy in full sublime Simon Bull performance. I'm going to play you another clip of Simon Bull now, and then also his strange Guy Fawkes puppet brother, Simon Coward. Soon as I met those boys, I knew they had talent, they had something. I just thought if they could hone their craft, if they could work at it, they could be the next Shawadi Wadi. Now, sure, they lost Yorker vision, but that gave them fight. Plus, I love Central York. I literally spent some of my time there. I got a nasty case of General Watts there, and I just thought it's time to give something back. And Pete, how could I not like Pete? He loved He-Man. I loved He-Man. I learned every life lesson I needed from that blonde-haired motherfucker. I learned how to work out, lie to your loved ones, wear fur pants. It was these lessons that got me my wife and subsequently lost me my wife. Now the image, that's where I came in. Bit envy, what was that? All the time they were sitting on gold and they didn't even know it. 52% of Spanish South Yorkers suffer from spinal issues, something to do with the architecture. Now, they just needed to focus on that. Wembley was for the quote. These boys had chiropractors, the length and breadth of the pennines. Great highs! You can't imagine the thrill of conceiving, executing and unleashing a global TV phenomenon on the world. But there was always that nagging. Why? Why couldn't I be the one in the spotlight? Oh, Simon, the gas in your head will expand and pop. Nice excuse. I knew they were racists. But it was a different time. We just moved on and got on with it. It's not all fun being a puppet specifically made for tax avoidance purposes. At least I was sleeping with Simon's wife. Simon Bull and Simon Coward. I can't possibly imagine who they were modelled on. Well, that's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed this little compilation of clips that leads to those two being ranked. I think we need to conclude where they're going to fit in the ranking scheme. And I think, although it's not an official military rank, I think we could argue that mogul is the correct term. So we hope you enjoyed that episode. It's a nice little compilation of bits and pieces that we've done recently and introduces you potentially to the Lomos. You can catch more of PMATL on the video podcast called Ramshackle, which is also accessible from fosgatestudios.co.uk. As I mentioned before, you can check out Transatlantic Smash, the movie there as well. And we'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe to the Soldiers of Hell podcast. We're going to be getting together again soon, doing more fly-on-the-wall type stuff. So we'll be recording more adventures together and yeah like subscribe drop us a rating on itunes and we'll see you very soon soldiers of hell is a fosgate studios production if you enjoyed it please like subscribe comment and share